Hey ladies, welcome back to Debt Adulting Dating All My with your hosts Chasey and Morgan. Okay, so last week's episode was pretty intense. Um, We talked a lot about our personal stuff. So this week we're going to try to keep it a little lighthearted and fun and talk about all of the things we've, not all of the things, but some of the things we have learned thus far in our life mm-hmm. or things we may need to know we don't know yet but we should probably yeah kind figure of like, it out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> some like life tips um that we're not taught in school so true only taught with experience <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like goals that we kind of are like striving towards in a way okay so number one um would be to learn how to cook Yes, it's very important to learn how to cook <laughs> and not eat ramen for the rest of your life. Yes, so true. I don't, I mean, not to be like stereotypical, like, oh, girls got to learn how to cook. Yeah. I don't think we mean it in that sense, but if... Um, if you just want to survive in life. Yeah, I think it's a really nice like life skill or talent almost if you really like delve into the world of food. Yeah, um, I'm not the best <laughs> yet. You... <laughs> you're fine you're like you're living you're here I'm like you're a b minus want to strive for that a plus chef. Yeah. so i have you and tyler yes see i mean i got that italian like <laughs> i love to cook i love to bake i love to like do a bunch of stuff so and i like new things too it doesn't it's not like your typical like mm, pasta pizza like um, you like to cook everything Mm -hmm. um so yesterday or not yesterday maybe like three days ago i had cooked brussels sprouts and i put like the pink salt on it and then i was like oh no wait i want to put lowry salt on it so i put that salt on it too oh no were they (laughs) really salty oh boy oh boy so you had like a little bit of brussels sprouts with some salt yeah i had to throw them away (laughs) oh no oh boy and then um yesterday i was cooking chicken and I, like, breaded it or whatever, but I forgot to season it because I think I was, like, traumatized. Oh, boy. So, you're like, <laughs> I really have no seasoning at all. Yeah, so Tyler was like, um, you, like, I could use a little bit more seasoning. And I was like, I didn't put any on. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, so, yeah, so I definitely funny. need to freshen up my skills. Mm-hmm. But I know how to cook, like, the basic things. Yeah. Like, I can survive, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I like to... Um, I think what's helped me when it comes to food is just, like, doing a bunch of, like, research on recipes. Mm -hmm. I used, um, what helped a lot was, like, HelloFresh. I actually am starting to, I'm done with HelloFresh now because I feel like their meals repeat quite often, which is fine, but I'm trying HomeFresh. That's what Tyler did. Home Chef. Home Mm -hmm. Chef. So I'm excited to see because I just get, I mean, literally, nine out of ten of the meals are, like, chicken vegetables and rice but all it takes is like one or two different seasonings or different like ways to like make it that really change it up so i think that's helped me broaden my like horizons horizons <laughs> when it comes to food and like knowing um what i like one so See, i'm like super impatient and like i want to cook everything like super super fast so that's like my downfall when i cook mm. so I need to, like, slow down and actually follow the directions. Mm -hmm. But another thing, too, when it comes to, like, learning to cook and food, something that's, like, convenient that I've noticed is, like, meal prepping. Oh, yeah. 
to take one day and just cook all your lunches and all your See, dinners I'm good at for that. all week <laughs> it's so easy and it's just like less to worry about but if you get a chance to like take the time to make like a really good meal it like feels like it's like self it's like an art it's yeah art. sure <laughs> well sprinkle of mm-hmm. that green stuff on top. <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> no but i feel like you feel like proud of yourself yeah when you like do an accomplishment oh for sure especially if it's good and seasoned well (laughs) okay what's number two uh number two is if you can't buy it twice you can't afford it that's something that i heard a long time ago but i at first i was like oh that's kind of weird but it's a good um mental like note to have i've never heard it before but you like told me like a couple weeks ago and it is so true. Like, if you can't, like, afford to buy it with your money, like, in your bank two times, you should not buy it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, an investment piece or something true. that you, like, absolutely need and you need to use your credit card or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you can't buy it twice, don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to practice that more. <laughs> practice what I preach because I tend to impulse buy things. That I know, like, secretly, like, I can afford this, but, like, should I get it anyways? Because just because I technically probably could afford it, yeah. or just because I have a credit card that I can use for it, doesn't mean I should. That makes sense. I'm a big believer in, like, if I... So, my credit card, I don't think of as, like, something I can pay later. Pretty much every month, before my credit card statement even comes to see how much I spent, I will go and transfer money and pay it pay it so yeah. like my balance is like zero. like you already have the money there you just use it yeah just... literally most of the time i'll turn right around after i buy something and just pay it off on yeah. my credit card just because i don't like the idea of having like a monthly balance on something yeah because especially like when it comes to interest and stuff i don't like dealing with okay it. so this is a question for you like so if you use your credit card more is that beneficial to your credit i think so depending on how much because you're only well, not like you only, but um, I've seen and like done a little bit of research when it comes to it, and you're supposed to spend about 30% of your credit limit, and if you spend more than that, then it gets looked at like a um, negative thing okay. on your credit score. So if your credit limit's $2,000, I don't know what 30% of $2,000 is, um, but either way, so like having more purchases on is good because it helps build the credit but to an extent you're not yeah. supposed to like max it out and paying it off in full every month helps too yeah so like if you use it to like get groceries every like week and just pay it off right away like that's beneficial mm-hmm. oh. i literally well sometimes i wait until i get my statement because if you have a zero balance it doesn't really help it's yeah. like the balance that you have on there um but i use my credit card for gas for groceries and for big big expenses so like if i'll get plane tickets or when i used to buy textbooks i'd get it on my credit card and then pay that off oh, my okay. own money and i always make sure i have enough money to actually pay for it yeah because so, I, I literally just got a credit card so i'm like new to all of the things yeah but it's definitely dangerous oh it is say. yeah but i just kind of treat it as if it's a debit card and yeah. as if it's actually coming right out of my bank account um because i mean logistically it is yeah um another thing too uh is i always check my credit score in credit karma yeah have you done that before yeah. 
I like checking that often because it shows a lot of different things and it has a lot of information on like why this happened and why this went up or why this went yeah. down. It's kind of thing. weird like how it has like all of my loans on there. Like, like how do you guys know this No, about literally. Me? <laughs> all my school loans are on there, which I have to, that's another thing. I have like a list of like big things I need to deal with right now <laughs> and that's one of them. It's like look into paying my student loans because I want to consolidate them all and have one payment, like one big chunk taken out of my paycheck to changing my uh 401k at work to a roth one Mm -hmm. because they have a roth option and increasing the percentage because i think they start out at like four percent but i want i literally have four percent um i think they take four percent out and then they can match up to a certain point um but you can change the percentage i want to take like 15 percent of all of my paychecks right now that's good while i can and then book my ct boards <laughs> like that those are my top three things that i need to handle i have a calendar for my boards exam and i have i think it's like 68 days so the third one is the sooner you start to save your retirement the better which yeah. we kind of talked about but um like you said you're gonna put 15 percent in or you yeah, want to i want to right now while i can i feel like that's like a really good idea if anyone is out there looking into retirement information and they want to read a book on it read rich dad poor dad oh such yeah. a good book mm-hmm. there's another one um i think it's by Susie. Susie orman is that her name i'll have to look into it um but there's a bunch of books out there on how important it is to retire or to save your money the younger you are the more beneficial it is yeah because like all of, of that will ways. add up and be invested mm-hmm. and looking at to different interest rates and different types of investments too because that's like a big thing because you there's all different like levels of risk involved when you're having like investments and saving and money and stocks and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing so while you're younger like you can make bigger risks but i personally don't want to <laughs> like i'm fine with making risks but i don't want to make ones where like all of my money can be jeopardized kind of yeah thing, which is like a common thing but i want to look more into it so definitely that's just like a big thing like the sooner you start to save your retirement the better mm-hmm. regardless of like it could be two percent it's better than nothing because yeah. when you want to retire you gotta like have something there. yeah instead of like waiting until you're like 30 something like oh i should probably like get this figured out Mm -hmm. but one thing that's hard for me that I need to figure out is since I moved jobs like is my money still at my old from your 401k from that one I don't know it depends if they go off of the same um if they're same retirement thing thing. yeah what is sometimes you're able to like put them together yeah and have it continue someone at my work was just talking about that the other day some places make you um withdraw it but then you lose a percentage yeah. out of it some places will just add it on to what you're doing now and then other places will be like all right now that's closed you'll have access to it like when you retire or whatever. Oh, okay so like so i, I would look it into there. it yeah i should i just thought about that as we were like talking mm-hmm. about it and i know I it's like anything. not a very common thing for people to deal with because it's like oh i had to find the office that has a person in there that knows that like you know what i mean it's not a very yeah. uh, for me it's not an accessible thing that i can just yeah find out information like that which i'm 
Sure, it probably is, but it doesn't seem that way. Also, with working at a hospital, that's like the hospital obviously wants to like, regardless if it's a hospital or any type of employer, they want to look out for you, but they want to look out for themselves more. Mm, yeah. So you have to really kind of do everything on your own. <laughs> yes. You have to make sure that you are on top of it. So you're good for yourself because when you retire, they're not going to care. Yeah. how much money you have yeah. you know that's true mm-hmm. um number four is not everyone is going to like you that is <laughs> that is true I've learned that like a lot over the years especially like being on social media and stuff like like the like I'm not like a huge presence but like being into fitness and everything like a lot of people had a lot of negative things to say about me so like I kind of grew thick skin through all of that mm-hmm. Um, and that even like, me. why that people are saying like, cause I don't know, maybe she was as I see you. I'm like, how is, how could anyone say anything negative about her? <laughs> um, it's also true in like relationships. Like not every guy is going to be like a, in love with you. Yeah, and that's true. No matter how many dates you go on and you think it's going great, he might just not like you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, people out there that think every single person that they're going to interact with is going to be for them or like about them or like them. And growing up, I was always super, super sensitive about that stuff. Cause I'm like a nice person, mm-hmm. I would say like genuine, like a genuine person. And when someone didn't like me, I was always like, what did I do wrong? Like, how can I like change that? Like, how can I make them like me? And as soon as I realized that, like, I can't control that, and if they want to choose not to like me, that's on them and not on me. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you permission to not, like, have to like everybody yourself. That's like, true. You, um, some people just aren't for you, and they maybe they have a different personality than you, and you don't have to be their friend if you don't you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know this sounds harsh, too, but what you said before reminded me of something I heard before about there's always going to be someone prettier. There's always going to be someone smarter. There's always going to be someone nicer. But when it comes to people that, like, you want in your life, you want the people that, regardless of that, like, they see you for who you are. Like, you want to be with someone that, like, yeah, of course there's going to be someone prettier than you, but, like, I like you for you. Or, like, I personally feel like you are the prettiest person. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not that you should care about what everyone thinks regardless, but, like, you want to have people in your life that support you and like you for you instead Mm -hmm. of like you having to put on like an act Mm -hmm. for somebody you shouldn't have to like earn somebody's anything yeah okay so number five is it's important to solidify healthy habits early on Mm. yes regarding like fitness mental health just like hygiene (laughs) (laughs) basics people (laughs) brush your teeth twice a day (laughs) wash your hair wear deodorant but yeah i think it's important to like get into a routine like a morning routine nightly routine like a gym routine or workout plan that you like really enjoy and like just eating healthy Mm -hmm. i strive with structure i am fine like i can adapt to change but i do the best when i know what to expect and i'm like I feel comfortable when I can have a routine. Like, I wake up, and then I do this, and then I do this, and then I do this. 
And then when I get home from work, I do this and then do this <laughs> and then do this. And I like having things like being like switched up or whatever. But having that structure allows it to be. Allows it to follow easier. Yeah, it does. Because it just keeps me like in check almost like. Yeah. I don't know. But then again, there are people that could have zero structure, but like they're good Thriving, too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah people are different some people like the structure some people don't but i think it is important to at least a couple times a week have like a set schedule where you can move your body especially if your job is mainly sitting or a couple of days a week where you eat healthier and actually prioritize like taking your vitamins and eating vegetables oh, and for sure having some fruit like just the basic things that you need mm-hmm. in life I used to have a list on my phone and, like, my notes that was, like, (laughs) what? No, just keep going. I'm just waiting for what this is going (laughs) to (laughs) be. Oh, boy. I literally, I probably could still find it. (laughs) I had a note in my phone that was, like, white in my teeth, straight in my teeth, like, little stuff like that that, like, you could check off. (laughs) Get my nails done, like do a hair mask, do a face mask, like little things like that, that I could check off that would make me like feel better about myself. (laughs) That's like, so you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's next? So number six is it's okay to say no to things and also important to say yes. Mm. I feel like you've learned this like in the last like six months, like you have said yes to more than you usually would. I believe. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, for sure. I I don't know. I feel like I just allowed myself to like let things happen and not be so guarded and so sheltered with things and have more of an open mind. But I've also, with saying no have allowed myself to know my boundaries and not be like a yes woman to yeah things. I think that I've actually learned to say no more that if I don't want to do something then I don't have to do it I don't have to feel pressured to go hang out with whatever like or whoever I don't have to like feel pressured to do things that I don't want to do or things that don't make me happy mm-hmm I definitely see that for you. You yeah. definitely prioritized your happiness. Way more than I ever have. Yeah. And it just like goes to show that like that's what's important in life. And if you prioritize your happiness and say yes when you you should and say no when you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it sounds kind of simple when you think about it. Like, oh, say yes to the things you want to do and say no to the things you don't. But it's so easy to get wrapped up in trying to please everybody else. Yeah. And say yes, yes, yes. And then you get burnt out and you just like mentally like aren't with it. Mm-hmm. Or saying no to things that like you should say yes to and then you miss out on opportunities yeah. to like make memories. Because some people, stuff. yeah, some people like say no because they're like nervous. They don't want to go alone. They don't want to fail. They don't want to look stupid. Like I could have said no, I don't want to move. Or I could have said no to like a new job or... Right. I said no to starting the podcast, but right. like all of the things I was scared shitless to do, but I did it and then look where we are. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though. Okay, so next is that boundaries are important. Yeah. 
which I think that can go in a lot of different situations, not necessarily like boundaries at work, boundaries in relationships, boundaries with friends, boundaries just like with yourself in general. I feel like I've learned more so in the last couple of years. Your own boundaries. That they're super important to establish and it's harder to stick with them. So maybe like, so one would be boundaries are important, but two, it's important to like stick to them because mm-hmm. that's easier do you think said that than it's done. Like, do you think it's like easy to like have someone break your boundary and you're like, okay with it? Is that what you're saying? Like it's hard to stick to it? Um, I guess it depends on the boundary, but I'm thinking in my head like if I have a boundary that I don't want to do something or I don't want to allow myself to have something. It's sometimes in the moment hard to say no to it it and like be like holding yourself accountable when it comes to other people. I feel like what helps with that is like with your friends or your boyfriend, girlfriend, even like family members. If you're like, hey. I have this boundary, but I need you to, like, hold me accountable to it and, like, help me with it. That's something that, like, you could do if you struggle with not only setting boundaries, but keeping them. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, think. I don't necessarily, like, nothing comes to my head when I say, like, boundaries. So, like, that's maybe something I need to work on. But also, like, maybe I just have them, but I don't necessarily, like, label them as boundaries. Yeah. I don't know. When, I, when you say it, like, I don't think of, like, anything, like, off the top of my head. I mean, there can be simple ones, like, maybe if you think about, like, moral, like, morally-wise, like, you have a boundary that, like, you don't, like, smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Or, like, you don't allow someone to talk to you a certain way. Yeah. Or you don't um, wear certain things, like, I don't know, you don't say certain things or, like... Yeah. You don't act a certain way. Like, I feel like everybody has, like, subconscious boundaries when it comes to stuff. Maybe they don't call them. Like, maybe you said they don't, they're not, like, labeled boundaries. They don't, like, like, recognize, like, oh, that's a boundary. It's just kind of, like, a known thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in, like, relationships or, like, as, like, you're going on dates and stuff, like, you have set boundaries. Like, if they say something wrong to me, like, okay, like, they passed your boundary or... If they try to push you too far or, like, that's a boundary that... Right. That necessi- Like, that's kind of what I think of when I think of boundaries, but, like, life-wise, it's something I need to think about. Yeah. I think it's easy to just immediately go to, like, sexual, like, yeah. stuff when it comes to boundaries, but there are a lot more boundaries I feel like I have... S- I had set up in my life, mm-hmm. but when it comes to, like, the saying yes, saying no thing... I kind of let a lot of those boundaries go Mm -hmm. and that can allow for growth. So maybe not necessarily like boundaries are important. Yes, but analyze them and make sure that they're good for you because you could have boundaries up that are are like hurting you actually. Yeah. Because like if you're putting a boundary up that you don't need new friends, (laughs) like yeah. Maybe you do need new friends. Maybe you do need someone else. Like, allow yourself to not have a boundary up when it comes to, like, relationships in general. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's something to think about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, next is to make time to pursue your passion no matter how busy you are. Yes. I feel like I learned this when I was, like, on prep for my 
fitness competition because at the time I was in school for my bachelor's degree and then I also had a job at the gym and then I had my bartending job that I did every single weekend plus on top of that going to the gym once or twice a day once or twice yeah jeez when like I think like eight weeks until my show I did like cardio in the morning or um I lifted in the morning did my cardio at night or whatever vice versa but yeah I definitely had to prioritize what I wanted to do because if I didn't I would have never been able to do it Mm -hmm. um I think that that's something that I always kept in the back of my mind of something I knew I should have done but I am now learning to do so on the date I went on last night he had asked me like what are your passions what are your what are you passionate about like what do you like to do what are your hobbies and that's always been like a hard question for me because when I was getting my associates (coughs) I had four jobs I was working 50 hours a week on top of school and I was in a relationship so the past like four years of my life I haven't really been able to like say that I had a hobby or passion other than school in my relationship so when he asked me that I was kind of like um you know (laughs) I like to do whatever like I hang out with my friends like (laughs) and he's like no like be free like what are you like genuinely what are you passionate about I was like well I just started this podcast with my friend because like that's something kind of I'm really like passionate about now Mm -hmm. but I think that that's something I need to work on and I need to work towards is finding my passions and finding my hobbies and my interests with things now that I have the free time away from school and that I'm not in a relationship those things aren't priorities anymore so now I can like fill that time with something that does matter to me and figure out what that is but I agree with you on how Regardless of how busy you are with work or school or relationships, it's important to still focus on what those passions are. Yeah. Like right now, like with COVID going on, like we don't really have much going on. So like the podcast, like it's still hard to schedule like recordings and stuff like that. And it's still hard for me to like be able to edit it like throughout the week. But I think that we make the best of it and like we make sure that we get it done and because we're super passionate about it and something new that we're excited about right um but yeah you should all focus on your passion and do whatever it takes to just do it Mm -hmm. and I know sometimes it comes easier to some than others to prioritize that or even to like find out what their passions are but yeah definitely something important and for number nine, it will be all the things you're stressing about now won't matter in five years, let alone 15. So true. <laughs> what are you stressing about right now? A lot of unnecessary, like unnecessary stuff. That's something that I hear all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to accept the fact that that's so true. Yeah, because um, like right now, um, we're probably going to get the keys to the house in like the next two weeks. Like, I'm stressing about that, like, getting everything ready. Like, we have to redo a lot of things in it. And it's, like, very stressful money-wise and t- 
time-wise and like I have my boards coming up in 68 days like I have a lot like in the next three months to prioritize and do and I'm stressed about it but next year it's not gonna matter in five years it's not gonna matter I'm just gonna be doing more more things that make me stress out <laughs> yeah well because I mean so to your point that is a lot that you have on your plate because a big chunk of it is something that you've never done before so it's kind of like new territory yeah. so it's experiences and situations that you've never been in so I mean it's valid to be stressed about it but it's also exciting yes so I feel like if you can like just um, shift your feelings about it from like being nervous or maybe anxious or stressed to like excited and like ready for it that's a good thing because in a year the decisions you make now will matter mm-hmm. but the stress will be gone will be gone you know what I mean like the time that you're taking it'll just be another house and a new stress <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so like why even stress about it when I know it's just going to be fine. It's just, like, hard financially. Like, especially, like, with me with having so many student loans and just a lot of expenses that I have to pay for, like, on my own. Plus, like, buying a house and then doing, like, like redoing the house. It's just a lot. Mm -hmm. We'll get through it, though. It's going to be good regardless. And my dad told me Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, we can take our time with redoing the things. So. That's right. That is right. And then number 10? Mm-hmm. Is to make time to travel. Travel, for sure. Or go on and have, like, experiences that you might not be able to just do anytime. Right now it's kind of hard with COVID and everything. Right. but I think pre-COVID that was something that wasn't really obtainable for me like I couldn't just go to travel or a different state or whatever like anytime I wanted to I didn't have the funds for it didn't really have the time but that's something I find myself hearing from a lot of people Mm -hmm. or just like getting our friend group together and like getting Airbnb and stuff like those memories are gonna last forever and they're so much fun and or going on a trip or a cruise or driving two hours to go hike the mountains like little things like that that we don't really do often that we should be doing Mm because life's too short definitely that's why yeah it's important to make those memories happen and allow yourself to take the time with the people that's in your life especially when we're young too because like yeah we don't make a lot of money or we don't have a lot of money, but we have the time. We don't have the responsibilities. We are allowed to, like, go travel. Like, mm-hmm. that $1,000, that $2,000. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of money, but those memories are going to be forever. And why not just exactly. do it? I saw a clip of something earlier that was from, like, uh, a message or a sermon. Do you think we would get in trouble if I played it? Is it from Elevation? It's from Transformation. I don't know. It's from a uh, TikTok. But it's from that sermon. I'll play it. Hold on. It's not... Okay, so basically it's towards single people, but think single as in unmarried. Yeah. Because you can... Technically, you even like you're in a relationship right now, like legally you're still single. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so 
take that as it is. Some of y'all right now are in this single phase. Like, I just want to be married, baby. Listen to me. This is the last season of your life that you get to dictate everything you do without considering somebody else. You better enjoy your singleness. You better wake up at 10, take a two-hour shower, then go get your hair and nails done, then come back and read a book. You better do that right now because as soon as you get a wife, as soon as you get a husband, all that is out the window. As soon as you get kids, that gets cut in half again. And what people don't understand is that in the moment that they're wanting something, responsibility comes with every other. He said responsibility comes with every upgrade, which is kind of crazy. So, like, when you're, like, 30 years old and you have your job and your houses and your uh, kids and, like, other responsibilities to worry about, you won't have the time to really do that stuff. So why not do it now? It's so crazy to think that in 10 years we may have kids. (laughs) See... Part of me wants to have it still kind of like planned out in my head and the other part of me doesn't. Okay, everybody, we need to get Morgan out of the planning method or mentality because she just wants to plan every little thing in her life and she needs a reality check that she can't plan everything in her life and things are going to happen the way God put him into your life. I think that that's what I'm getting and I'm just not happy about it <laughs> if that makes sense like this year has been that reality check yeah. for me and you're just not you're not with it <laughs> um I'm with it to an extent like I'm I think it's just gonna take time for me to like trust it yeah if that makes sense it like, does make I, sense I want to I want to be able to just like go with it but it's just hard for me to it's funny because you keep mentally saying like oh I'm cool with it like I'm fine, like, I'm cool with it, but I know deep down that you fucking hate it. Yeah. Because it's one of those things that, like, if I keep saying it, then, like... Hopefully it's it like happens. confidence. Yeah. If you, like, kind of fake it till you make it, I'm hoping that if I, like, continuously tell myself, it is okay, it is okay, it is okay, and I project that, that that's how I'll end up feeling. Okay, so for this week's episode, we are going to do a little would you rather. Okay, Morgan, would you rather buy a mansion and live in it? Or travel the world in a van with unlimited amount of money. Travel the world in a van with a limited amount of money. Hundred <laughs> percent. Me too. I love the van life. Would you rather be rich or be poor and find true love? Like maybe. So would you rather just be rich and have no true love, or would you be poor and find true love? It depends. Like, if I'm rich and I have, like, a successful business that I'm, like, super in love with and passionate about, then whatever. I don't need any love. (laughs) Or, (laughs) I don't know. I probably, most likely, like, my type of personality, I'd want to be poor and find love. And then become rich. (laughs) Okay, let me see. Would you rather never drink alcohol again or never be able to taste food again? I would rather never drink alcohol again. <laughs> that was like a, a long wait. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I had to think about what I said. Yeah. All right. Would you rather never have to go to work again or never have to sleep again? Never have to sleep again. Like, but not be tired, you know? Yeah. Because I can get so much done. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, part of me wants to be like the person that can be like, oh, sleep's for the dead. Yeah. Like, like I'll sleep when hours. I'm dead. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm like, mm, I like, like my your sleep. Eight and a half. 
Okay, would you rather plan the event or go to the event? That hit my core right there. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Okay. I find a lot, like, I get a lot of satisfaction from planning events. But most of the time when I plan stuff, it never ends up being appreciated as much. So I probably would just rather get rid of the stress and go to an event. Yeah. Would you rather be a hopeless romantic or a hopeful unromantic? So a hopeful unromantic means I'm not like romantic at all, but I want to be. I suppose. Like, cause like if you're a hopeless romantic. Uh, I am. <laughs> you think so? So I think, I'm, I think, right? Maybe. I think I'm a little bit of both, but I would rather be hopeless romantic. I feel like they're happier. Yeah, I agree. Would you rather marry the last person you kiss or never get married? Oof. (laughs) I would probably rather marry the last person I kissed. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I would rather have that than never get married. Yeah. I suppose. Um, Would you rather create history or delete it? Like, if you had an opportunity to delete a part of history, would you rather do that? Or would you rather be someone that creates history? Probably creates history. Yeah. Would you rather meet your significant other at your worst or meet them at your best? And they end up being my significant uh, other? Yeah. (laughs) I would rather meet them at my worst. Yeah. I think me too. Okay, this one's a little funny. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or read babies' minds? I think talk to animals. Just because, like, I always wonder, like, what my dog is thinking or just, like, what the squirrel on the street is thinking. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you trying doing over there? <laughs> trying to get its nut. Trying to get its nut. Relatable, eh? <laughs> Just trying to get his nut. <laughs> On that note, I think that's it for today's episode. Like and follow our Instagram at De- Adulting Dating. Oh my! Make sure to check out our socials. Socials. Give us a DM, a like, a subscribe. Let us know if you're liking the dick. The <laughs> the dick. Let us know if you're liking the games that we're playing and give us some suggestions on stuff that you would like us to play or anything like that. And always, if you have questions, please DM us. We love to talk to y'all. And that's it. Bye. Bye.